We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Last night was a Wednesday night, and I heard the greatest bowler of all time showed up to Tuttle's. What kind of story are we going to hear now, Lori? Oh, my God. So I did have a, we did have a very fun night at bowling. So we bowled the cute guys. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of cute guys, but these are our friends. That are cute, too. That are cute, too. What <laughs> a combo. One of our gals, uh, her husband used to ball on this team. So we're we're very tight with uh, Nick, Dan, Keith, and Scott. You All know right. who you are. Okay. And we bowled against them last night, and we are in solidly in last place. <laughs> and so we started smack-talking right away. Chicks before... I love Ricks. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, just the chicks versus the okay, D's. Wait, you know? it's a 30 seconds. Honest. I know. Gosh. Oh. And you start saying this out loud like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Learned. No, and we're surrounded by D's <laughs> on all sides of it. The, the other all girl team, because we had four gals on our team. Do you let's chant say. this? Do you yeah. do a chicks chick? Stop. Going. You stop it. You stop. You did not. Oh, no, we're so loud. You're noisy. 12. Well, I know. You're 12. Not I even know. 12, maybe 11. Oh, the bowling alley can get a little rowdy, though. Can get, wow. That's right. It's rowdy. The music is going. Oh, and yeah. those guys are like, well, we'll see how you bowl, you know. So, um, anyway, the first two games, I bowled three strikes in a row in the 10th frame. And the second game in a row, I bowled a turkey. In the tenth frame, and oh I was having gosh. miserable games. So those three three strikes oh. brought me up and passed my average. That's huge. And then oh, the wow. guy I bowled against, he gets three turkeys. Oh gosh! You know, so they were bowling their brains out. But wow, I won one of my points by like three pins, and he had bowled a one ninety eight. Oh, was he mad? Or was he mad because he lost to my one forty two with the average? That's right. Anyway, and then we had um, we had a set of cards we hadn't had for quite oh. quite a long time. Oh, the fun ones! Uh, these are called the position cards. Position cards when you get a, a really card that kind of you know you go wow. We play the game. Have you? Could you? Would, would you, you <laughs> do the position? Okay, because okay. I remember one not so long ago you did the backwards something and you did it for Grant and I Grant did London Bridges for London down. Bridge. Yeah. Well, last night oh, I got a card, gosh. the Jack of Hearts, and it's called Give Me a You. And I showed the girls you. this card, oh, and I said, I know none of us can answer. Could you, would could you, we, or should you? Or did we? Or did we? Yeah, it's <laughs> called Give Me the You. And it's a guy laying down on his back in an Adirondack rocking chair. Okay. 
with his arms holding the back, mm-hmm. his back laying down all the way across, and then his bottom sort of off of the chair. Sure. <laughs> one leg pointed up in the air by the guy. One leg point, pointing, you know, on the ground. For and stability. the laser cut, for stability, of the course. scissors. Yeah, and the. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's like a high kick, you know. I just don't ever see men doing this position. And then the lady kind of doing like, you know, sit, sit, up. sit down, reverse sit ups, you reverse sit ups, pull up, lift ups, oh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but going like Arm this lifts. as he's oh, sure. as he's in the air. And I said, I don't know a man alive that could get in that position who would do this position, risking penile fractures. Oh yeah, you slip possible. Right? Brain necks. We decided half of these cards would make people like but sexapelagics. You know, they get some kind of an injury. I'm, hello, I'm in this chair because I'm a sexapelagic. Lori. But Lori, the beauty of this is this is what's funny about this is it isn't. I'm used to your old cards, which were actual photo shoots of yes. naked genitalia. Yes, yes, yes. And posing. Yes. This is a white outline on yes. a black card so it's kind of like a pencil stick drawing it's an illustration <laughs> it's very classy for you so i showed the guys <laughs> next to me i said have you done this could you do this would you and all of them were just like is that a rocking chair is that guy's leg up in the air no that seems like that could be a, an injury an injury waiting to happen yeah. yeah so we decided that that give me a you is not going to be a position anyone do they so see. miss it when you aren't there because i know these <laughs> checks 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 i know this doesn't happen unless you're there yeah. i mean you know they're like oh where's that rowdy one? Oh, the fun one. i know and then you wound up and then I won all three poker hands. Of course you did. Oh, gosh. So you pulled in a little cash the, on the side, Listen, too. she's got a horseshoe up her butt. Yeah, you already I already know oh, this. That's yeah. very unusual to win three poker hands. Lord, yeah. Three good hands. You're yeah. very unusual. Well, Julia, I will say one of them was a royal flush. Hey, yo. In spades. Oh, oh look at it. And what, did you have wow. a spare? Well, no, but I did tell the girls about the time I, that you and I did a poker tournament when Mystic Lake oh, invited yeah. us to And I was out right away. Yeah. Grant, I was... We, we were, learned how to play Texas Hold'em. Okay. We were invited to, to be the celebrities. Okay. At the table, but at, not the dealer. Yep. Okay, so I watched... There's a channel that you can sure. watch poker all Oh, yeah. It, it's on, like, Bally's or yeah. whatever now. Yeah, their world poker tour is on all the time. Yeah. So Casey was like, I'll teach you he some was. poker, but you have to watch several episodes of this. So I watched. I learned the terms. I learned this. Then Casey was the house and he dealt ah. for me. Then I wore... The preparation. I wore a fall. Uh-huh. I had glasses. I was Good channeling Sharon Stone ah. for Grand, uh, Casino. I, I had my rose-colored glasses on. I had my fall. I had something sparkly. I was feeling... So good. Julia prepared nothing. She's like, you're such a liar. I think the kids taught me how to play Texas Hold'em. Okay. I think so, but, but you I didn't, didn't do much preparation. You not were like out you right away. I was out ready. It's your card sometimes. Grant, it's your card. It's the luck of the draw sometimes. Grant, I got down to the last thirty people. Oh, good for you. And That's there were tough. like a couple hundred people. I am terrible at. I would have been Julia. I yeah, would have been out, out right away. I would have been out anytime I play five card draw. You know, Texas Hold'em, yeah. like you guys. It's it's all about how to bet 
and how to, you know, weigh yeah. those Sometimes options. Sometimes it's your cards, people. And then yeah. Casey was slinking around watching oh, that's me right. he was. at the tables in a hat and stuff, and we pretended like we didn't know each other and just had eyes. And he's, like, standing in the corner, and he knows your cards, tapping his chin like... You're so funny. It was It was funny. You're nothing but a poker player. And there were guys on there that I recognized from the poker channel. Oh, there you go. in the tournament. That was fun. Actually, we used to do some fun things. Yeah. That was fun. We were... We, were, we, we used were, to be something. We used to be something. Oh. We still are, but we, we used to be are. something. I don't oh know. no, I t- tell Jeff that all the time. I kind of used to be something, hon. You got me on the downslide. <laughs> I say it all the time. Oh, well. that's not true. All no. right, listen. We are here. When we come back, it's a story we can't get enough of. Uh, this talk show host did not hold back in this interview, Ooh. and it was really something. Everybody, it's Lori and Julie here for Chan and Dinner Theaters. Let's go to a show. Let's do it. Let's go to the prom. It's um, it is this phenomenal Broadway show that is at for a limited time engagement at um, the Chan and Dinner Theater, and it is over the top, fun, exciting. I think it would cheer you up. You know, we're definitely. It would be a perfect thing for the month of March to go and just laugh and have fun and be absolutely entertained. And it is a remarkable production. It is got huge song and dance numbers. It's very glitzy costumes. It just envisions a, a big Broadway show, and it's a great story. It has compassion, heart. It's modern. It's fresh. It's super funny. You got to go get your tickets to see the prom. There are also tribute concerts coming up. Brad, Richie Van Morrison, Expedition, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret every weekend. Visit ChanHessonDT.com. Chanhessen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Don't hold back. I like it, Grant. Oh, my gosh. So just because we don't talk about her that often, it doesn't mean that we are not still huge fans of the Tamron Hall show. Still annoyed with NBC all these years later. They let her go. They let her go. She's such a great reporter, great interviewer. Her show's just been renewed for a fifth year. But, you know, I was... Scrolling through the daytime, seeing what are the interviews, that, and I'm like, oh, Larsa Pippen is on with Tamara Hall. And Larsa Pippen, she used to be married to Scotty Pippen from the Chicago Bulls. She used to be good friends with the Kardashians. Uh, she used to date Tristan Thompson. Oh, she did? I did not oh, yeah. know that mm-hmm. one. She used to date, uh, what's Malik Beasley from the Timberwolves when he was, was here. here and married. And she's on the Real Housewives Housewives of Miami, yes. part two. But she was also a housewife in the first iteration when it aired on Bravo. Bravo. So the finale of the Housewives of Miami on Peacock is tonight. Oh, okay. Which is why I'm thinking that she was on the show. And Tamron Hall is known. She's a daytime um, interviewer or so someone who has a show who is not afraid to ever ask tough questions of wh- whomever is on the show. Okay. She's, yeah, you're right about that. She's not like, she's a journalist. She is a journalist. She's a, hard-hitting, she's yeah. a hard-hitting. journalist more than an entertainer. Yes. And so she had Larsa on today. Larsa, after the interview was over, tweeted and posted on Instagram Wish it wasn't so shady in New York today. 
after the interview. Okay, so stuff went down in the interview. She had a lot of questions for the Real Housewives of Miami star Larsa regarding her love life. And she came in hot. That's and I we're not even going to play the first minute, but it is all about, you know, just sort of her love life. But here, we'll just roll, okay. the, roll it. You are a beautiful woman. Thank you. And you could date anybody you wanted to date. Um, That's a good way to start an interview. Why would you date Michael Jordan's son (laughs) knowing that it's been pretty clear that Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan didn't have this relationship people thought and certainly don't have it now. Mm -hmm. Scottie has come out publicly and said that this documentary that was produced by Michael Jordan Mm -hmm. uh, made him, he says, I was nothing more than a prop. His best teammate of all time, he called me. He couldn't have been more condescending if he tried. You know, that's, you know, I can't, I can't basically explain how someone else feels. That's how Scotty feels. He's, he has a right to the way he yeah. feels. Yeah. I personally don't really care about what, you know, other people, how he, you know, I feel like I live my truth. I'm happy. I feel like we get along. He's my best friend. Yeah. And so Marcus I, is your best friend. Yeah, I feel like we have a lot in common. But as I was saying, you could date anybody in the world. But Why you know, date Michael Jordan's it, son? I didn't plan it like that. It wasn't like it was planned like that. I think we were just together a lot with our friends, and it just so happened. It wasn't like something I like planned. you got to remember, like I feel like for me being you know, married to someone that was an athlete or whatever, it's really hard. You get scrutinized yeah. a lot. People don't think you should have a life once you get divorced. Really? They think you're, once you're divorced, you're like done. And I feel like I've overcome so many different obstacles because I feel like I should have love. I should be able to date who I want. I should be able to like, you know, like live happy and go, you know, just go wherever I want to go and not be judged every time I'm seen with and someone. you should, you should. I'm curious because when you start dating someone, it's hard. Hard. it is hard. It's also hard meeting their parents. Have you met Michael Jordan and Juanita Jordan, and what did they say about the relationship? You know, I don't really, I mean, of course, I recently have met, you know, I've recently been hanging out with them, um, but I don't really want to talk about them. I feel like it's not about, you know, my parents or his parents, they're all happy, our whole family's fine. Mm. I feel like it's more about, like, where I am, where he is. You know, I feel like we're in a great place. We motivate each other. We're really happy being together. And I feel like that's the most important thing. Well, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I, I, and I understand what you're saying because you are your own people. That said, he has a trophy store dedicated to his father. It's like a sneaker posted, yeah, sneaker. <laughs> yeah. But you guys posted a picture with the number 23 behind you. There's oh. only one number 23. Right. You know, um, oh. God bless. He walks around with those great Jordan shoes, that's his dad on there. (laughs) So he can't run from who he is. Right. And when I married my husband, he met my mom. My dad is in heaven, but he met my mom before we got into a full relationship. Mm -hmm. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Normal for people to ask, how did his mom respond? How did his They're dad fine. Respond? Everyone's fine. They're cool with it. Yeah, everyone. I think, like... 
when you're an adult, I think your parents just want to see you happy. You know, my parents want to see me happy. His parents want to see him happy. So you have their blessing. Yeah, I feel like we're great. Yeah, I feel like we've, you know, we've spent holidays together and it's good. We're in a great place. Okay, so in that two minutes. I'm just going to just be honest. Oh, wow, she wh- went in though. And she reminded her, being, you know, he's 16 years younger. And Wait. she goes, well, I feel like I've, I've, we've only known each other really for four years, but I feel like I've known him his whole life. And she kind of said, well, you kind of have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. She's crazy. Oh. She says, and this oh. drives me crazy on the housewife. In that two minutes, yep. Larsa said, I feel like 14 times. Oh. This is her main descriptor, descriptor of when she doesn't know how to answer something. And she has to. I feel to, like you're asking me really crappy questions, Tamara. Right. That's what I think she wanted to say. It, yeah. I mean, it, it was. Uh, it was so that almost great. felt, but it. I mean, on on Larsa's yeah. behalf, I would have been kind of like, "Come on." Well, but, but I love that Tamara. But Tamara watches she, the Real Housewives of Miami. And she asked the questions we wanted to know, which yes. is a nice thing too. Yeah. She held the mirror up to Larsa and asked, "What the hell are you doing, are you doing dating?" Your ex husband's nemesis son. Child. Yeah. <laughs> and and I believe that Larsa Pippen's son is already like possibly going to be playing on the same team or he's in the same class as Michael Jordan's one son of possible. No, isn't draft? it isn't it uh Larsa Pippen it? it's Beasley and it's, Malik Beasley yeah. is on the same oh, team as her son now. So at one so if you look at it. She is now her, yeah. It's, it's it, Milf Manor. Yeah, it's Milf Manor. It's Milf Manor. Her son is now playing with her, his old stepdad slash a guy that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't believe for a minute that Michael Jordan approves of this. I don't think he's going to no. say anything. Juanita, the ex-wife, you know, she's probably like this woman. I knew her when with her original face and ass. Oh gosh, um, I love you. No, no, no. And I did just go back and look at the pictures of her original face. She looked prettier then. Oh my God! Whatever she's done, I I do not understand this this housewife thing that happens because we looked at she got the Kim Kardashian makeover because they used to be BFFs. Yes, yes. but then how young is Larsa? Was she way younger than Scotty Pippen? Ten years younger. She's forty eight. Okay, Scotty Pippen was ten years older. They got married when she was like twenty two, but she's very on the show. She's so high school, and she always says like, "I feel like in." I feel like, and she's always the first one to throw out little bombs about people. Like she says to the woman on the show, I, I'm trying to think of her name right now in Miami, but she's the anesthesiologist, Nicole. Love her. Do you know how smart you have to be to be a... a, oh, a, a, a the, the, the liability goes, One there, time yes. at a party. Well, speaking of rumors, I heard once you slept with half the doctors um, at your hospital on TV and then she goes, shame. Yeah, she goes, well, I feel like other people bring up rumors. And it's like, girl, You're there so are cool. rumors and then there are things you see on TV and somebody's... Larsa is a snake. Yeah. She's a snake. Maybe the Kardashians are happy to be rid of her. I I, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. but um, I I fe- do love Tamron Hall's questioning, though. Oh, oh it she was... She did not hold back. She did not hold back.
Here's for to her. you, yeah. Marcus Jordan. This is going to end in tears for you. Yeah, I think I, he's what thirty-two right now, he's man. Thirty-two. Go he's going to want to have kids. She is four. They'll, you know, they can have a good love have affair. Have fun for a little bit, buddy. But then go be your. I be feel you. like this is going to end in maybe tears. Maybe he's having, maybe he's having an expiration relationship because he's using ah, her for publicity for himself. Because hey. I didn't even know this kid. Yeah, right. Great there call. Is. There it is. All right. Okay, hey. so. David Lozinski yes. was just in today, and we're asking what's going on out there, what's happening, and he said, here's the thing. Um, home inventory is so limited. limited right now that if you are not pre-approved, you will not get the home. And the beautiful thing is that First Equity has been doing mortgages in this market for 23 years, and I told you when my hubby closed on his house yeah. before he moved in with me, um, the lady goes, oh, First Equity, of course, you know, we want to... No. No, no problem. problem. Yeah. We know how they work. They're so, they do everything. They have it all buttoned up. Everything is ready ahead of time. They're experts on all the different types of loans that might be available that you are not aware that you qualify for. So uh, that is a great resource because how the heck are you expected to know? And um, they're local. And I they're mean, local. They, they and know people, what's going on here. Right. So if you're a first-time home buyer or a three-time home buyer or whatever, right. they are the go-to's. Give them a buzz or go to my talk keyword David for more information. Yeah, you're turning into Donnie. I like Imagine the music to the story. Yeah. Well, do any of us subscribe to Rolling Stone magazine? No. No. So you get your three you articles get, for your month barely, or whatever yeah, it is. They're okay. very stingy. A lot of these people are stingy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we get it. Somebody's yeah. gotta pay for the yep. reporters. But the so Rolling Stone uh had an explosive expose on a show called The Idol. We have talked about it for a year and a half. Yes, we have. It was supposed to debut the week after Game of Thrones or House of Dragons. House of Dragons. If you guys remember on yeah. HBO. Yep. And this yep. is with The Weeknd yep. and Lily Rose Depp yes. is in it. And it's about. It's about, you know, the making of... Of an uh, idol in in L.A. In kinda, L.A. And yeah. Lily Rose Depp is the idol. Yes. And The weekend is this um, slimy, um, you know, guy in the music business. I don't know if he's the manager or whatever. So Rolling Stone had heard rumblings. They sent out their investigative team. Uh, I think their news flash alerted when the woman who had directed 80% of this. It's a six-part series, okay? Her name is Amy uh, Saimetz, and she was the original director, and 80% of it was filmed. She was let go, and Sam Levinson from Euphoria came in. Now, you might not remember, but Sam Levinson, the director of Euphoria, has been accused, and I think that's one reason it's been on a very long break, of a toxic work environment. I remember this. And asking for a lot more nude scenes then, than scenes really required. Right. And he was very much into breast scenes. So people felt uncomfortable. Complaints were yeah. made. So Sam Levinson from Euphoria is brought in. And okay. basically, the whole thing is scrapped. Rolling Stone talked to 13 members wow. it's so it's all anonymous but, but they talked to 13 people uh, that were on staff the set, members of staff the set. members of wow. the idol. Okay. yes okay. on the set of okay. the idol and sam levinson 
is the son of the director, Barry Levinson, who's a great director and done many, many things. And so apparently, according to this expose and the 13 people uh, involved in the idol, uh, uh, Sam has driven it straight off a cliff and into a sea of sexually exploitive torture porn is what how it was described by people on the set. And apparently um, the weekend and Lily Rose Depp are all in because yesterday last night the weekend posted a still from the show but everyone is saying that worked out that was never filmed and tweeted a, a thing where they're talking to like the entertainment lawyer played by Dan Levy from S oh, Creek sure. and they're uh talking about uh Rolling Stone the magazine well who even reads that anymore and um wait a minute wait a minute wait it's a scene between okay. this marmy guy played okay. by the weekend, Lily Rose Depp, and they're over it's by a pool and Dan Levy is like, Hey, you know, probably saying something right. I get we could get you a story in Rolling Stone, get you the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine. Sure. And they were like yeah. both looking at each other. Isn't that just for old people who right. even looks at that anymore? Right. And then the weekend clips this one minute scene yes. which isn't according to the people worked on set wasn't even filmed, and it said, "Rolling Stone, did we upset you?" I would say Rolling Stone upset the weekend. Well, because he knew about it to even toss it, right? Yeah. Um, here's one source said it was like any uh, some of the. There's one particular scene. Uh, let me get it for you because it is really, okay. But wait, here's my question to you, Lauren, um, because I got lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, eighty percent of it was already done. Yes, and Amy, the director, was let go. She was let go, and so then they bring in him. Sam. Did he? He's taking off where she left off, or did he scrap all of it and Basically, start all over? I mean, they build it originally this like, the sleaziest love story in all of yeah. Hollywood. The making yeah. of, of it, we already saw a trailer for it. It like sounds like a ago. star is born. Yeah, yeah, we've seen it. The the pop star who falls under the yeah. spell of this mysterious club owner. That's yes. the weekend cult leader. So anyway, now now AKA we Scientologist. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently Sam and Abel have been making it up ever since Amy left with some reporting saying she was let go because the weekend felt the show was heading too much into a female perspective. Oh, now that is just, yeah. And you mean uh, one, you mean good. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I mean, that people want to watch. Yes. One source with knowledge of the production said the network really wanted it to air following the week following house of dragon and they still don't know. HBO just said later sometime this year. Now production sources are saying it just looks like there's been delays, reshoots, rewrites. And he basically scrapped the $55 million project wow. production. Whoa. And HBO handed the reins to Sam because of the success of Euphoria. Right. Um, but many sources say he's he's weakened the message oh. by dialing up all this disturbing sexual content and nudity, more nudity and sexual content than euphoria. And um, four sources say that Levinson scrapped Amy's entire approach to the story, making it less about a troubled starlet falling victim to this predatory industry guy and fighting to reclaim her own agency 
and more of a degrading love story with a hollow message that crew members said they found offensive as they were filming it. Whoa. Here's it's amazing that Lily Rose Depp is it is it Lily Rose Depp? Lily Rose Depp has never been in anything, so she's in she love with just the being, idea of in a okay. Movie, she's yeah, a sure. nepo baby, yeah, she, and she's she's like you know. And the weekend hasn't really been in anything but his own videos. Yes, exactly. So you have two inexperienced oh. actors. He's got a movie coming out that's with. Um, uh, who was in Wednesday? What was her name? Jenny Jenna Ortega. Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Yeah, there's no plot well, details, no you. title, but there's a parent movie that probably will get scrapped based He's on this. He's wearing a budget wig in the idol that someone should have been fired for at the <laughs> very beginning of this. It's so... There's so many good... There's so many good there. wigs. We know creative hair in Minnesota. For example, for, here's a That's scene. Right. Um, uh, at various points, um, There, it's very... Uh, disturbingly sexual and physically violent scenes between Lily Rose and Abel, a.k.a. The Weeknd. Right. Three sources with familiar um, claim. In one draft, there was going to be a scene where The Weeknd bashes in Lily Rose's face and her character smiles and asks to be beaten more. Oh, stop. Giving him Terrible. a visible erection. No, we are getting... Really, the well, details. Then a this, little bit of that is nineteen twenty-three. Yeah. Well, this ah, scene. Yeah, nice but that's that. Yeah, I know. That, yeah, six, don't digress. Six, I know. All right. This scene was never shot. Another proposed scene was for Lily Rose to carry an egg in her vagina, and if she <laughs> dropped or cracked the egg, the weekend's character would refuse to quote unquote rape her. Why? Yeah, which sent. Lily Rose's character in a spiral, begging him to humiliate her and have sex when she didn't say yes because she believed that was the key to her stardom. This scene also was not filmed because production couldn't realistically find a way to shoot the scene without having Lily Rose actually physically insert an egg which the and intimacy coach and probably Lily Rose's agent objected to. Oh, good, of course. Oh my God, what eggs and vagina? I mean, this is a this is a terrible is this idea. Scoop? Um, this showrunner. Oh my God. Yeah, she called Levinson the best director she's ever worked with. The only one. Well, the second one. And she felt very supported and respected. Oh, gosh. And <laughs> apparently, they said- The weekend didn't like that the story was about the girl, the uh, star, the name of the show, the idol. Right. Her. Yeah. It, it, so is it coming out June 2023? It's coming out. This is what vague, or this is the vague response that HBO gave to Rolling Stone. The Idol will be coming out sometime later this year. And I end quote. And, um, uh, yeah, so people were, uh, so anyway, The weekend by Rolling Stone, did we upset you? I think Rolling Stone upset him. I I mean, if nothing else, people will go, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it or whatever. But to have 13 crew members on something that's still being filmed, Talking, Talk. yeah, is really, really a lot. And I mean, it's millions of dollars of footage. And um, one production member also said this. When I, what I signed up for was a dark satire fame and the fame model. 
in the 21st century. The things that we subject our talent and stars to that forces people to be put in the spotlight and how that can be manipulated in the post-Trump world. It went from satire to the very thing it, it's satir- satirizing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds horrible. Doesn't it? Yeah, but we'll watch it. Yeah, well, we'll watch the first episode yeah, and, see, and see. But anyway, he is uh, is uh, not too happy that Do the people rolling... like him. Well, I mean, okay, let me I tell love you this. his music. I got to be honest. I well, love let me his tell music. You. The weekend we're talking about, and this is a new show that it's coming out at some point. Well, on HBO. Uh, here's what: as for the weekend, all this negative energy hasn't done him anything. After hours. Uh, sold a four point five million dollars or four point five million, which was that was his first album. Don FM one point three. The yeah, it was a big a drop first, off. I think he big had drop a, off. I think he reached a billion streams though on Spotify yeah, he last did. week. I, he's oh. got. I like his music. Anyway, it's hard to do shows about music. I we loved vinyl. We loved Empire for a hot minute. There Nashville. was a terrible show. Yeah, you know, but it's. They don't it's seem. It's they fall hard, apart. Don't they? Fall they apart. Well, they, they fall like, apart. But like Empire and Nashville, they're niche. You know, it's kind yeah. of like that. That's why it works so anyway, well. Anyway, this is just a six-parter. But man, the gossip is flying. Well, for six parts. Yeah. yeah. For six episodes. I, as disturbing as it sounds, I want nothing well, to yeah. do with that at all. I know. I, I would never even watch it. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. Everyone, Lori and Julia here for learning our acts. And one of the things that uh, you know, we talked to like Rich or Baird from Learning Rx. We're like, well, what, what what do parents say to you? And they're like, we know there's hidden potential in our kid. We just don't know how to unlock it. And we've tried everything. We've done tutoring. We've taken away privileges. We've tried, um, you know, talking more with the teacher, sitting there with, their, with, with, with our kid while they're doing school. But what Learning Rx does, they really do unlock the hidden potential. They, the brain training that they offer gives your brain a workout, helping kids and adults learn more easily, think more quickly, and be able to unlock that hidden potential. Seven locations, call 952-949-6900. Mention Lori and Julia for 50% off the assessment. The amazing Shaka Khan. The other day I tweeted a picture of myself and a friend in a limo on my 30th birthday going to Glam Slam to see Miss Shaka Khan. Heck yeah. In my Heck polka yeah. dot dress I got out after after four. That floor up on Neiman Marcus where all the <laughs> designers Was it last stuff? on floor? Last call on last floor. Call, last call on the fourth floor. Yeah, last call on floor yeah. it was called. <laughs> And it, it was, was it was it was a polka dot dress right. and, and I got, a friend of mine said oh Lori, look at how look cute Lori was oh god i mean sharon stone there's a reason oh, she's my doppelganger my god. i love you and your big head yeah i know it <laughs> but uh anyway i you know i i can't help it uh if i was a smoke show but shakakon 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 but it, we were so excited to see her because of course, you know, this was like... That was our yeah. song in 1985. And I remember it because I was in Hawaii, 84 yes. and 85. Yeah. And then Chuck Khan, Chuck Khan, Chuck Khan. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I didn't see her again until I... She was at Jazz Fest in 2019. Oh, and I love it. And, you know, so a lot of time had passed. Yes. And I felt like I was like, good to see you, girl. And she's like, good to see you, girl. Even though she didn't know that my baby toe got broken that night. From, you know... 
an exuberant wait dancer. A wait a minute. Are you just saying when you <laughs> saw her yeah. at Jazz Fest yeah. 20 years later, yeah. Yeah. she saw you right. and pointed out to you no, 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 sitting just, out there in your yeah. lawn chair with Casey? No, good no to, lawn chairs. We're going oh. sage to sage oh, to dance. Good oh. to see you. I yeah. recognize you. I'm saying, you know, I feel like, you know, when you see somebody. I saw somebody, you at Glam Slam Glam 30 Slam years ago. I mean, you feel a connection with somebody. This is why Hi. I saved my concert stuff. Hi, it's me, Lori. Lori from Grand Slam. You know, me at this place. I'm, you don't need to take it literally, but I feel a fondness. Well, said, I said hi, and she said, good to see yeah, you. How you know, do you not take In my that? mind, you know, in my mind. Anyway. Oh, my God, Lori. Shaka You're Khan. So classic. Shaka Khan is always a great guest because she, she doesn't is care. real. She, she doesn't, doesn't need to use things no. like, I feel like, in order to be dodgy. <laughs> she just says it the way yeah. it is. The way she feels. The way she, the way it is. All right, fine. So Shaka Khan was asked, we were just talking about Rolling Stone. Remember a couple months ago when they put out a huge flop list where they put out the two hundred greatest singers and they left out our Canadian songbird Celine Dion. They did. They did. I mean, they had protesters. They did. The, I know. I headquarters love that. in New York. Music I love it. In a boombox. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they tried to put out something singers. That, no, they that, weren't just singers. They were. They were recording artists some, or something. Right. They, they <laughs> gave some BS. And we were, yeah. we're like, listen, a singer is a singer. And to not have Celine Dion. Anyway, so Shaka Khan, who um, was on a, a show. Shaka Khan podcast. Oh, she, no, she talked to Los Angeles Magazine. Yes. Okay. They were interviewing her. And Shaka Khan, just FYI, she came in number 29 on old Rolling Stones 200 Best Singers. So. And no Celine Dion. That just blows me away. Yeah, but they asked her about it. Uh, uh, she wasted no time in giving her hot take uh, because nobody, ain't nobody going to check Chaka. And her thoughts, first of all, she didn't even, she said, I didn't even know what the hell you were talking about. So obviously <laughs> what, what this isn't going to mean a great deal to me. These people <laughs> don't qualify or validate me in any way. Right. Because I think they congratulate her on training. And then she began talking about Mary J. Blige. Earlier in the interview, recalling the time that Mary J. Blige covered her song Sweet Thing for Mary's 1992 debut album, What's 411? Shaka believes, she said, Mary bleeped that song up. She said, but I've already told her that in private. <laughs> but I'm going to remind everyone yeah. that I told her and say it again. And and you know why? Because she bleeped it. No, Shaka asked Mary, what time of the day did you record that song? Oh, interesting. And when Mary J. Blige said, well, I recorded um, Sweet Thing, I recorded it at 8 in the morning. Oh, please. Shaka said, girl... You don't sing nothing at 8 o'clock in the mofo morning. If you would have been up all night smoking crack or something, I don't know, might have been a different thing. Mm. But you don't get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to sing, girl. Shade. 
So she felt basically she would have sang it better if she sang it later. Right. <laughs> okay. Chords and Mary up. is yeah. her friend. Yeah, I know. So Shaka is. She's not saying anything. She has zero that, F's to right. give. Okay. Good on her. Uh, I'd love it to hear what she'd say about broads she doesn't know. But here, then Rolling Stone said, well, Mary J. Blige came in at number 25 and Shaka's number 29. Then uh, they oh, asked gosh. her. They said, uh, they said, and she goes, well, who was number one? And they go, Aretha. And she goes, as she effing should be. Good. Okay. Yeah. And then Joan Baez uh, was number 189. And she said, let's be honest, the biatch cannot sing. <laughs> now, she was a good writer. Is she still alive? I can't remember. Joan, Joan Baez, Baez? Yeah. yeah. And Granty oh. Mariah Carey, the number five spot, Shaka said, uh, that must be payola or something like that. And then it was Adele's inclusion a few paces ahead of Khan at 22, that where she just said, okay, I quit. <laughs> and then um, um, and then when they reminded her, she said, again, where is Mary J. Blige ahead of you at 25? She said to the editors, they are as blind as mofo bat. They need hearing aids. These must be... The children of Helen Keller. Oh and somebody somebody needs to tell Shaka you don't need eyes to hear music. Oh, my God. This okay, is the LA Magazine. Funny. That's funny. She did say good things about Whitney. She said, great. She's number two. I'm the one who introduced her to Clive Davis. Oh, really? I introduced right. her to the business. And then Beyonce, I don't have, not, I don't have anything to say about Beyonce. She's a great singer. She's got the chops. She does. So, anyway, I want there to be some kind of a Shaka Khan memoir. Uh, no, show, podcast, yeah, where she just ask her opinion well, about anything. anything. <laughs> and well, we just that's hear That's the beauty of that, though. Oh, yeah, my God. You want to hear the truth. Yeah. Just give it to us. Shaka. Shaka Shook. Shaka Khan. She's got a Shook, y'all. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And, you know, by the way, Karen Carpenter would have been 73 years old today. She died when she was 33. That's right. One of the greatest vocalists of all time. She had a rare three-octave contralto range, which made her be able to go from high to low real easily. And she played the drums. And she played the drums. Mm -hmm. And And Funny Girl with Leah Michelle is closing in September. Because when she's not there, the ticket sales go down and she's done. She's done. Yeah.